Welcome to EEZO Summary Podcast. These podcasts consist of brief reviews of scientific articles, research methodologies, or e-sessions. It's a pleasure to have Dr. Sarah Simoj here with us today to discuss the new uh, estro Eanu guidelines on target delineation and radiotherapy details for glioblastoma, radiotherapy, and oncology. Thank you. Hello. My name is Sarah Simões and I am a medical resident in radiation oncology in Portugal. In April 2023, the new Estro and Yano guidelines on delineating volumes and glioblastomas were released, and my objective is to summarize the main updates. So, before starting the planning, what are the mandatory exams? We always need to have the planning CT and preoperative and postoperative contrast enhanced MRI. We need to have a postoperative MRI acquired within two weeks prior to the start of the radiotherapy treatment. And which MRI sequences do we need? Well, we need the MRI sequences in T1 post contrast and in T2 flare. However, in the case of using the T2 flare weighted sequence for volume planning, caution is required for the following reasons. The signals observed on the T2 flare weighted sequence are not specific and can represent various conditions, such as edema, inflammation, post-operative ischemic changes or gliosis rather than true tumor infiltration. In addition, the signals on T2 flare images can undergo substantial changes within a short period of time, depending on the mass effect of the tumor, postoperative edema and the administration of corticosteroids. Finally, Relying solely on the hyperintense areas on T2 flare to define the clinical target volume, CTV, often results in a large target volume that can ex- exceed the tolerance of normal brain tissue. But then, what is its usefulness? Well, the signal changes of T2 flare weighted MRI can greatly help identify suspicious regions of tumor infiltration. But how do we differentiate edema from true tumor infiltration? We know it's a challenge, but there are some details that can assist us and I'll explain now. For example, suggestive signs of tumor infiltration include cortical or deep gray matter infiltration, ventricular compression and or thickening of the corpus callosum. On the contrary, edema tends to follow the natural bundles of white matter respecting the cortex. Additionally, the signal of edema is closer to the cerebrospinal fluid signal, unlike the tumor signal which is more compact. And what are the current European recommendations regarding volume delineation? Starting with the GTV, the gross tumor volume should be based on the surgical cavity plus contrast-enhancing residual tumor on T1-weighted MRI with contrast, excluding peritumoral edema. 
it should be noted that some contrast-enhancing regions may represent post-surgical infarction or gliosis. These areas should be excluded from the GTV after careful review of pre- and post-surgical MRI sequences. Regarding the delineation of the clinical target volume, CTV, the recommendations have changed. We know that EORTC and RTOG previously recommended a 2 cm expansion of the gross tumor volume to generate the CTV. This approach is based on data showing that more than 80% of the tumor recurrences occur within 2 cm of the GTV. However, the recommendations are now different. This is because recent studies, both retrospect and prospective, using smaller margins ranging from 0.5 to 1.5 cm, have shown similar overall survival, progression-free survival, and recurrence patterns. Therefore, a GTV to CTV margin of 1.5 cm is now recommended. After applying this margin, it may be necessary to make some adaptations at the CTV level. Here, we will use T2 flare MRI sequences because their changes can represent areas of tumor infiltration and it is these changes suggestive of non-enhancing tumor that should be additionally included. Of course, we know that distinguish between what is a tumor and what are the vascular changes and post-surgical edema is difficult. Here, preoperative T2 flare MRI can help us. Furthermore, other adaptations may need to be made at the CTV level, such as the subventricular zone should not be included, margin reduction should not be applied to the corpus callosum, brain and cerebral peduncles. On the contrary, margins should be reduced at the level of anatomical barriers such as the skull, 0mm using the bone window, ventricles, 5mm, forks, 0mm, tentorium of the cerebellum, 0mm, opticiasm, 0mm, and brainstem, 0mm. Regarding the PTV, a 3mm margin is the current recommendation. As for the organs at risk, the ones that must be delineated are the optic nerves, chiasm, eyes, lenses, brain and brainstem. These are the critical organs and their inclusion may result in a loss of PTV coverage. I highly recommend reading the new guidelines from Estro and Yano, as they have also provided a table with normal tissue constraints and a table comparing the differences between the current guidelines and those from 2016. Thank you so much for your attention. Thank you, Sarah, for that very clear explanation of the guidelines. Thanks for joining us, and don't forget to check out our other EEZO podcasts.